Well, welcome back, everybody, to the We're Just Talking show. Uh, me, Saeed, Mariel. How you doing, man? Not too bad, man. Can't complain. A uh, nice Monday night, crisp Monday night here in uh, New York. How you doing? I'm doing fine. How's your week been since the first episode released? Any oh. new, any new uh, followers, new groupies, I guess? <laughs> Not groupies per se, but definitely got some good feedback. Uh, definitely gotten some good messages and uh, some, some encouraging notes. So that was, that was good to see. How about you? Yeah, I got a lot of, I don't know if you know, there's a lot of people saying uh, I should get into stand-up comedy. Um, so yeah, well, anybody who's listening, let me know, you know, if I, that's something I should do. Um, I'm not I wouldn't say a lot. Of, I wouldn't say a lot of people said that, but I would... <laughs> more than one. I will say that uh, I'm not. I would be lying if I said I didn't consider it. Um, so, so what? This is funny because I I used to think about stand up comedy, not yeah. about me doing it, but I used to think about it as a profession and how yeah. if, whether you know you wonder like oh, I wonder how that would be and and what what are the what are the pros and cons of that profession and then I learned more about it. Man, those people say the same jokes every night, huh? Yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, like when you see Bro. people, stand-up comedians on Netflix and they have their Netflix specials. And I think to myself, you know, they're doing that Netflix special, but how many times have they said that one joke? Hey, um, but think about before we even had Netflix. At least they're they're like Kevin Hart's cashing in right now based on that Netflix special. Yeah. But before there were cameras and stuff, like <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Like, what were they doing before? Uh they would just <laughs> they would do their set and then uh night number two they would just do the set again yeah so and then you have to you have to be you have to like laugh at it you you have to be like show the same energy yeah you ever see the comedians are telling the jokes and they're laughing at their own jokes yeah exactly i know that's not the first time you said that joke so not at all it's almost like you you almost become an actor because you're like you have to act like surprised at the punchline yeah is that a fake laugh Oh yeah, no. I'm sure it is. Unless, unless you're you just happen to be the group where they're like testing out the material the first night. Yeah, like the like the yeah the test group to see if the material's even good. Right, right. Yeah, I feel like I would laugh at all my jokes just because I know how funny I can be. You would just yeah. laugh. Well, well, obviously, I mean, the comedians think you know you you put it in your set for a reason, right? Yeah. But then you, I always think like I feel like I would say the punchline. And then there's that there's that half second where you wait to see the the, the audience's reaction. Oh yeah, that, I think that's now that's the worst part. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> when we've sort of had our own little uh, group, you know, get-togethers or just in, in general um, mm-hmm. being part of a group, I think that I will test out uh, certain things and see <laughs> how people respond to them. Um, I will say a new like I'll try to say a joke, and, and I'm waiting. And I think I try, I think I do that a lot of times with just everyday things. I'll say something and in my head, I'm having like an audience there uh, and I'm just trying to see what's going to happen. <laughs> and then if it's good, I put it inside the memory bank, you know, and it's saved. Yeah, no, it's the best feeling. I mean, all right. So for those that don't know, that don't know, uh, we mentioned on episode one, Isaiah and I went to school together, went to college together. And so we, we, we spent a good amount of time hanging out um, in our friends' living rooms and, you know, just hanging out and having a good time. Um, but the best feeling is when you say something and, and someone's like, oh, that's a good one. Or, oh, that's funny. And it's like your first time saying the joke. <laughs> like, now I know. Now I know. I'm never exactly. letting that one go. I think those are the sort of the highs. Uh, you get yeah. an immediate high there when someone says, well, that was pretty good. Uh, I was riding a high and people were telling me I was pretty good. <laughs> like, exactly. um, no, but uh, now I'm feeling good. 
feeling good about the feedback we sort of gotten hoping to get some new feedback um i got new 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 glasses uh new computer i can i guess i get into all these new things i know in the last podcast we talk about purchases and buying things um i had failed to mention some of the other things i had purchased (laughs) Uh, (laughs) including so the computer the computer's in got the new computer uh working well i'm feeling good because the other one just wasn't it wasn't up to par um it was dying on me trying to basically render like a 15 second tiktok clip you know and um it was over here blowing out dust. Um, oh, no. <laughs> if it was over here coughing, was, <clears throat> you could just hear, I was like, what is that? It's my computer out there just trying to get through. And so new one, it's a new blood. It's here. It's working nice. Um, as any, as you all noticed, I, you know, hopefully I don't have any, um, you know, camera difficulties here because now the yeah. computer's able to do it. Um, but yeah, so. So, so speaking of, of tech, I'm glad you got your computer set up. So, you, um, for those of you, for those of you who are watching on or listening to us on yeah. Spotify or on, or on anywhere where podcasts are found, um, if you're on our Zoom YouTube video, you can see that Isai today decided to have uh, <laughs> yeah. a pretty well-known background for his uh, for his Zoom call. What, what can you tell us about that? Yeah. So, one of my favorite shows. I feel like I can't say it's my favorite show because it's so many people's favorite show. Um, but I was there first. The Office. <laughs> that's not true. Everybody, I'm gonna say The Office. Everybody's like, that's my favorite show. There's a, it's a lot of people's favorite show. Was I in there at the beginning? Kinda. Hmm. In the so you were in there when it was in, in in the UK. Well, I wasn't in the UK when it was airing. But you were a fan of The Office in the United Kingdom. Mm, that's a little mm. bit different. Yeah, you're right. No, no one, no one really was. But no, no so, yeah, so you had The Office back there. That's that's it's a good show. I, was, I mean, I, don't I was in I, early when it was on Netflix. Let's say that. When it, that's not even before, that early, before I, everybody even knew it was on Netflix. <laughs> before it was number one, and it just hit Netflix, and people were like, didn't know what the show was. I was in early. That's true. That was and pretty. So early. I currently have, um, and if you watch The Office, they sort of have these little areas or clips where they go into a certain part of the office and they sort of speak to the camera. Um, so I just thought that. Be something fun, something to sort of imitate here since I am talking into the camera. I am talking to you, but I'm looking at the camera. Yeah. It did always feel like they were they were talking to the person who was holding. Like, they had, like, a very personal relationship with whoever exactly. it was. Yeah. I was interviewing yeah. them. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I love The Office. Um, maybe not my favorite show, but up there. for I think it's the best show to just put on for, like, a quick 20, 30-minute laugh. I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree. You can start sort of any episode and, and have a good one. What, what would be your top episodes? I mean, top TV shows, I guess, if it's not The Office. Um, you know, I'm, I love The Office because I, uh, I think there's so many characters. I love that the, they're in the same setting, and then I just love the characters. Um, but in terms of favorite TV shows, I mean, Big Bang Theory is up there. Love Big Bang Theory just because uh, I think mm. clever and more like witty humor is, is my style. Mm. You like to consider yourself an intellectual? Yeah, I, you know, I would say I'm, I'm sort of an intellectual, but mm, you know what, you know what kind of bothers me about those shows? Uh, <laughs> let me let you know. Um, I will say this for, I'm not trying to offend anybody. We're just talking here. Um, but for anybody who doesn't know, I sort of have a background in the sciences. Um, I, so I feel like I'm a, I'm a little bit well-versed and I, what I find funny about like Big Bang Theory 
and similar shows and movies. I, I always find it funny the way they try to make like simple things you would learn in, in a science class like more complex or more um, that's true. That's so true. like and I think it's funny because people then this is no shade towards my yell but people watch the show and they think like they're like whoa and they think that they're like intellectual because this person said like you know oh we're gonna do some we're gonna give them more ATP and it's gonna you know make them give superpowers and everybody's like whoa and they hear I actually have no words. idea what ATP is but I do know that sometimes I'll be like a proton and it's like, oh, well, what's a proton? And it's like, all right, well, come on, come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that exactly. But I, I just always find it funny how they kind of try to dumb these things down. Or they try right, to make right. the, the things that are like not that big of a deal sound bigger than well, they because are. I, I think I like it partly because it's such a stark contrast in the show between like the, 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 the main group of guys, which are like the smart yeah. guys. Um, and then you have like Penny. and like you have like, like <laughs> I agree, so. yeah. And there is complete, no middle ground on the show. That's a complete so. dodo right there. I will <laughs> say I am a, I am a fan of of the Big Bang Theory. Um, so I'm not hating on the Big Big Bang Theory, and I think they actually uh, do pretty well. But yeah, yeah. Uh, well, when, continue. Yeah. Sorry. One show. What what's what's one show you think is like the most overrated? Friends. Unpopular you know, opinion. I, I'm, as I was asking, as I was asking yeah. that question, it came to mind, but it almost felt like taboo for me to yeah, say. Yeah, <laughs> no, I will say this is I'm I'm here for the unpopular opinion. I think that like, everybody here is going to be sort of upset as we continue on. Friends completely overrated. I think really? too many people hype it up just because it was such a big show in the '90s, and it's like if you don't know Friends, like are who are you? And are you even cool? Yeah, right. Um, you are cool if you don't know friends because it's, I feel like the shows it's all right, you know, it's it's a cool, but rewatch it on Netflix and tell me, do you really think like it's all that? Like it was hard for me. I had to watch friends because I was like, I need this is like the best show. Everybody talks about this being the best show, and it felt like a struggle to get through that. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know about really? you, I don't know anybody anybody else listening. Um very I just unpopular think that, opinion. Uh some of the people were just annoying. Some of the, I feel like it was kind of repetitive. I think it was cool when they brought in people um, who are like famous now, like Brad Pitt. He was an episode. I can't, yeah. you know, I can't think of anybody else because it's not really. I wouldn't say it's one of the best shows. I do like the theme song. Uh, That's true. Theme song's good. Theme song's pretty good. But yeah, Friends definitely overrated. Um, what, what would you say? What would you was if it's not Friends? What would be an overrated show for you? Uh, an overrated, well, uh, another unpopular opinion, but I, I mean, granted, I think I did three episodes, but Queen's Gambit was not that good to me. I mean, I, you know, mm-hmm. I, th- I thought it was intriguing, but was it going to take over my week and I was going to go to chess.com and create a profile? No, it, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't there. <laughs> I, uh, Queen's Gambit, I did, I'm, I skipped through some of the parts, some of the parts, oh, was, I don't need to hear them talk. <laughs> Uh, and it's funny because I knew what was going to happen at the end of Queen's Game. It was like I was, you know, shocked. Uh, I did oh, like watching Queen. Do you, uh, do you, you know how to play chess? You know how to play chess. We play chess. Yeah, I know how to play chess. I will say, I would like to add this in. One time I played chess with Mario in the library. And I don't know if this was on Queen's Game. He doesn't remember this. Uh, there's a, the certain move, it goes by different names. Basically, it's called like the Fool's, it's the fool something. And it's like a two-move or three-move win uh, if the person's not paying attention. And I remember I, I was able to get Mario on, on that one. Gotcha, bitch! Mario's uh, trying to, add, Mario's trying to look, look at Mad Goofy right now. He's trying to be like, I don't remember that. 
I don't. I actually, I'm gonna call you on, on your stuff right now. I, I actually don't think that ever happened. That it happened. I feel like there's people around. Uh, whoever's listening, if you were present there at the time, you can sort of forward me your testimony at <laughs> gmail.com and we'll sort a, nice, of, a, a small round picture in your quote. <laughs> yeah, and we'll sort of add that into our next video. There, the little picture of you saying, yeah. "I was there. He did it." Because it did happen. Um, so I, I'm not the best chess player, though. I will say that. I think it was, and that one in itself was a gambit because if you try to attempt it and the other person doesn't fall for it, like you messed up, you're probably going to lose the game. So it's a big bet. Um, but yeah, Queen's Gambit was a little overweight, overrated. I uh, skipped some parts, like I said, and it was cool, though, to see the different moves. I think that for people who, are not versed in chess they definitely got hyped in the word creating chess.com accounts and so if that was you that's no shade against you um we yeah. just know you did it you know <laughs> we just we, the numbers don't lie <laughs> yeah i mean they just came out like chess.com just said well we have all these new users like where were y'all before and then queen began comes on y'all all of a sudden here and i'm yeah. seeing uh random usernames of people i know and like, what yeah um, no so chess yeah. is chess is cool but um yeah that show was uh, a little weird I, I, again intriguing i like that it took place like in the 50s or, or wherever it, whatever decade it was and no. it was what, cool. what would you say is your favorite decade oh man my favorite i mean it, probably the roaring 20s and hey i think it's about to be another roaring 20s watch your profanity so, oh but yeah probably the, probably the roaring 20s uh just because i'm a huge great gatsby fan you read the Great Gatsby. I read the Great Gatsby, but I love the movie more. <laughs> yeah, uh, there we go. <laughs> I read the Great. I read the Great Gatsby, guys, but the movie was better. <laughs> yeah, the movie. The movie was more memorable just because you know the the visual stuff. But I think, I, uh, yeah, I think Leonardo DiCaprio definitely. Uh, he crushed it. He Gatsby. crushed that. Yeah. One. He crushed it. absolutely. Like he just embodied it. Um. So I. I yeah. So but the 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 Roaring Twenties and Art Deco and like the New York city architecture and all that stuff. Like that's when the empire state building was, was getting built. Like, yeah, that's just, yeah, that's probably my favorite. What about you? That was also right before the great depression. Right before, right. right so before. As, as we can see, Mario loves the high life, right? <laughs> and he's, he is anticipating another roaring twenties. So let's, we'll, we'll get into that one next. Yeah. I would say my favorite decade had to be, um, boom. I, I like the forties, um, world war two area time. Uh, I think the problem with that, though, is that I have... All right, let's get into a few things that happened in the damn 40s, okay. all right? So, first of all, it started off on December 7th, 1941, and that was Pearl Harbor. So, we're going to start off with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, for the United World States... War II, World War II happened right there. Holocaust, wasn't that right there? Yeah, so, you, as you can see, as everybody here, we're just talking, but as you can tell <laughs> that I sort of have this American view of things, I tend to yeah. forget that the rest of the world is sort of in on it, too. Um hmm. The war, the 40s, I, I sort of have this romanticized version of the 40s and of the war. That's Obviously, weird. that's not real. Um, the war was brutal and it was bad, as yeah. you can tell from the opening sequence of, you know, Saving Private Ryan. But I think that for me, there was just some parts that I found romanticized. And I think the romanticization comes from like the, you know, allies sort of liberating those European cities and seeing them sort of you know no. i think that that is sort of why i kind of like the 40s now would i like to live in the 40s probably not uh yeah <laughs> i think i'm I'm pretty chill right now in 2021 yeah but i think uh, it, was, yeah. it was a cool decade 
Well, I don't want to say do. cool. I think there's going to be a lot of people who are like, what's so cool about death? We're just talking. Yeah, no. Well, you know, the 40s, uh, you, you brought up something about the, the war and romanticizing the war, but um, that was, it must be cool, huh? That was like when like the, the, the car companies and the car factories like sprung to action. And, and, yeah, you know. like that's what I'm saying. Like there was a lot, I mean, of course there's a lot of dark stuff. I mean, you know, with right. Silver Lining, there was a lot of innovation and a lot of unity. And I think that, of course, that's not always how it was, but you definitely like there was the car companies were sort of banding together. People were buying, you know, bonds and people yeah. really, you know, trying to actually be out there and fighting the war. Rosie the Riveter, you got women w- went to work. Um, exactly. That yeah. That sprung a whole new thing. So, yeah, I mean, hey, the 40s, that was a pivotal moment in our history. Well, yeah. And I think that, you know, it helped sort of we were coming out of this, you know, well, out of this depression and where things were still kind of getting normalized. Yeah. And uh, so we got into the war. Definitely didn't. I know a lot of people think that uh, the United States won the war or like where the, where, you know, if it wasn't for the United States, we would, the World War, World war II would not have been won by the Allies. I think that we did help out a lot. Um, I think the Russians ultimately won the war for us. Uh, and that's just in pure body count. If you kind of see like what the Russians are doing over there, when I think about the forties and world war II, I don't really ever try to try not to think about the Russians. Um, one, I'm not a commie, but two, because, you know, I see the, the fact of how like vicious the Russians were, they were just, they would send people out there with no weapon and, you know, you died and you'd pick that guy's up, that guy's weapon. Hopefully you would, you know, cause the guy behind you would hope you're dying because he could be able to defend himself. But geez, I, the Russians are the ones who are basically just. And the course of Russian winter, you got to be careful with that. If anybody's ever thinking about invading Russia, for any of you out there, um, you got to be careful because the Russians will pull out the Russian winter card. Uh, they did it with Napoleon. They did it with the Germans. Uh, what's, the, but, what's the Russian, what, what trap you in, into the snow? Or, or Yeah, basically, like, I mean, the Russians are, they, they live in this Arctic tundra. Right. Right. Probably two of the same things I just named there. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and... You know, and so it's crazy. Of course, they got bears out there, and they're just living life um, brutally. Um, it's like they started a life, and they played it on hardcore mode, where a lot of us are trying to on maybe easy, medium. Um, they went straight hardcore, mm. uh, hardest difficulty. And so the Russians, a lot of times, I mean, they they know that the winter's coming, like Game of Thrones, winter's coming. And so a lot of times, what they did, like what they did with the Germans, they savages burn down their own food supplies and their own farms and stuff like that on the way back to russia so they went out far met them at a certain line and started drawing them in oh right and yeah, yeah. That's a classic classic war strategy yeah yeah that is but then problem. they burned everything along the way so there's where the where the rush where the germans gonna stay at you know it's so now they're out here looking like dummies in the snow while dummies. Crazy, you know <laughs> the russians yeah. are out here wearing white snow camo so they're just hiding in the snow taking yeah. people off from a distance and nazis are in their gray sticking out like sore thumbs wow that's now um... this is this is probably not like as accurate of a history uh, <laughs> for people who are probably <laughs> fact checking me right now and, hey, we're, hey we're just talking so we're just talking talk. this is just uh my you know some knowledge some interpretation you know that's how i saw things happening down there that's interesting because I, so when we were in, we were in New Orleans, Isai and I traveled to New Orleans a few years ago, but um, uh, he didn't want to join me for, for on our last day where I, I visited the National World War II Museum that's down there. 
uh, I was the only one in our group of eight that wanted to go down there. <laughs> but I did. I did want to go down there. I'm not gonna lie to you. I did want to go down there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, so I so I, I was saying it's interesting because none of, that museum gave no props to the Russians, and obviously, are we surprised? You know, I mean, American American propaganda is a thing, but um, it's interesting. I wish I would have learned more about the the snow strategy when I was down there. Yeah, I honestly, I I'm trying. I'm finding it hard. Like, there's sometimes where I, I have these things in my head. I don't know where I got that knowledge from. I know it to be oh. factual. Uh, I just can't really recall where I, I got it from. Um, just because I have so, so much, I have so much information in there, guys. That's so it's concerning. Just, it's so hard to have sources attached to these things and I have them labeled that, up there. That is but uh, I do know that the Russians sort of did take a huge part of it. Um, I think I took, see, like I, I think I took an American studies class back in mm. school, um, and so I think that sort of had parts of it in there. Um, maybe a project I did in high school, and sort of my self curiosity, adding a like call of duty game here and there and we have a well-versed knowledge of <laughs> russian history during mm. world war ii wow um wow so definitely take everything with a grain of salt for everyone listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely like i said we're just talking that's what the whole point yeah. is so don't i don't want anybody trying to hit me up and fact check me i know you're gonna look mad goofy if you try to do that because i'm already telling you right now and now but also uh appreciate everybody listening though Hey, yeah, appreciate everyone listening. Hey, drop a comment if you happen to know that this is false. Maybe mm. don't DM us, <laughs> but feel free to drop yeah. a, a comment on our YouTube channel or DM us on Instagram. Hey, we'll, we will take it into account yeah. for sure. I will say that I, I think one of the things I'm planning on doing is uh, sort of creating a website for us. Uh, for the people who don't know, I am in software development. And so uh, I am working on a website right now for us. I'm hoping to get it done soon. Just that's so we can sort me. of, just so we can have, what'd you say? I said, that's news to me. <laughs> We're just talking. Yeah. I can't tell you everything that we got to say this from the podcast. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to have this website in progress. So hopefully we can get that up and running and people can sort of interact with that. Listen to our podcast there. Um, maybe we can have a little blog section, have a little area where you guys can let us know what you're thinking. Maybe submit something to us and say, you know, you should talk about this or you say he's dummy. You know, yeah. we never know. Or what are your but thoughts on what are your thoughts on this? Or or maybe we could we could break out some new segments and we'll we'll, we'll start to incorporate. Exactly. Them. Yeah, I think that'll be that'll be good. Um, to sort of you know talk about. Um, yeah. So look well, in the be on the lookout for that. So one thing that did happen this week that I that we we actually haven't spoken about in person is uh, I've been I've been waiting. Like you said, I can't tell you everything in person. I can't yeah. wait for the podcast because I want to see your I want to see your reaction to this, but. Uh, so for those of you listening, uh, a group of, of our friends, we, Isai and I have a good amount of mutual friends because mm. uh, we went to school together and we're in the same fraternity. Um, but a group of our friends recently uh, bought tickets for the first stop of Bad Bunny's world tour. Uh, so his first stop is in Denver. I didn't know it was the first stop. Yep. It, oh, yeah, it's exclusive. But so it's the first stop of his world tour uh, in early 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so a few of our friends bought tickets and uh, Isai, I... I wasn't sure if you were invited or not. I I know you're as of now yeah. you're not you're not part of it. But. I feel well. First of all, offended. Uh, I was invited. Was I invited towards the end? Probably. Uh, hmm. I will say it will. I will say that it seemed like a lot of people were on board before I was asked. And I'm talking about a lot of people were on board. Uh, so it's starting to make me think. 
um and that was like the right like, like the last stop before they announced it to like everybody um <laughs> so i don't know if i should feel like uh, compliment it's a compliment you know they included me or if mm. i should feel offended i'm leaning towards offended that's my personality and nature um, <laughs> yes it is it's so <laughs> secretly i'm sort of harboring these feelings towards everybody that they're unaware mm. of uh i will say this uh, i was asked about the bad bunny concert i did mm. say i'm not a big fan of the island music um <laughs> and uh i listen to bad bunny here and there but i wouldn't say i'm listening to bad bunny like that mm. now do i i agree he's like a fun artist to listen to um especially you know with a group of people and stuff uh, i just wasn't too too interested in bad bunny and and I, i'll sound like the old mom i was over here asking like all these questions like who are you gonna go with who are you, you know are the mm. parents gonna be there uh, but I, I was just kind of, you know, I was like, oh, do I want to go see Bad Bunny? Um, but I know you guys are going to Denver, and I was just kind of thinking about, like, why is everybody going to Denver? I guess it kind of makes sense if that's his first stop. Um, I did yeah. try to see about the tickets here in Dallas. I just wanted to see because I, I felt like it was going to be bigger just based on what I was seeing on Twitter. Before the tickets were going live, um, it seemed like a lot of people were talking about it, so I was – yeah. seeing if i could sort of hop in everything hey, right now hop in that resell game um just because it looked like so many people were trying to get those tickets i had no idea what the what the concert Ticketmaster uh resell mm-hmm. game was like but i mean i knew like oh people standing outside of arenas and scalping and like opening yeah. up the trench coat like i that was the vision i had in my head but yeah wow i'm lo- looking at these ticket prices now i mean luckily i got in there and bought it at like retail prices yeah exactly um, I was shocked. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was shocked. I, I saw all y'all guys were sort of posting. I mean, these guys, they're trying to be influencers. They're all posting uh their tickets online. It's this one guy posted and they're all like reposting the same repost, and you got like four different reposts behind it where you can yeah, see four different yeah. usernames. But they're all saying that you know they got these tickets and y'all guys got them like we're right next to each other, right? I assume. Yeah, we we bought out um, a whole a whole row basically and yeah on um, retail, and I just thought, wow, that's wild. Uh, I should have got in. I should have got in on that and just been like, "Sorry, guys, I'm re- selling my ticket." I'm re- Yo, they're they're literally selling for ten times the amount. Yeah, that, that, it, that, I didn't. I, I'm I'm I might start just saving my credit well, card. For, it, was, for... it was funny because I was thinking about it. and I, I was seeing what they're selling for, and I was like, you know, out of that whole group, I feel like Mario might say, "You know what? Do we need to see Bad Bunny?" Uh, I, I can I can meet them in Denver after the well, concert then, I, then yeah exactly and i was like oh, i can see them in denver and not have to go to the concert but then i was like i'm like a mad lame being there when we be chilling at the all right bye guys and everybody's going to the concert and i'm just chilling playing fortnite or something that's true uh, no uh, i'm excited to see bad bunny uh um i don't know if you know this but I've, I've never been to a concert so i am excited to go see um a to go to an actual concert in a venue but also yeah um, you know, obviously, I, I love Bad Bunny and I love Spanish music, and so I'm I'm super yeah. excited to just have a good time. Yeah, I was, and I, I really didn't listen to the jungle music until about like, <laughs> like my senior year, when you sort of started introducing a lot of the Dominicanos mm-hmm. started coming back to campus oh and started God. introducing me to that type of music. Um, just wasn't my thing, I, but I can't mm-hmm. believe it's your first uh, concert. Yeah, you ever been uh, well, to like a well, live show before? Yeah, so there we go. He said, well, you know, we knew he was lying, guys. Well, no, it, it'll be my first concert at an official venue, but my, at Dickinson, so we went to Dickinson College, and, okay, yeah, that and, go you know, and, and they would host concerts every spring, I and, hey, usually I would say those concerts count, but 
one year was Steve Aoki and uh, that mm. scene, that EDM and and that night, mm. that felt like a concert to me. So. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't go to the Steve Aoki. I when I was first at Diggins, I thought it was fake. Oh, uh, I didn't understand that they were putting on real concerts at first. I was like, this sounds whack. And then you guys, I think they had uh, Hoodie Allen. Bruh. Yeah, no, Steve you know. Aoki was definitely the biggest headliner we had. Um, I went to the Dram concert. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I rest my case. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, I feel like I've been to a few concerts now. I feel for a while, you know, music, I wasn't really interested in going to concerts. I think since we've graduated, I sort of got interested in going to more. I went to a Mumford & Sons concert. I think for people oh. who know Mumford & Sons, that is probably one of the best concerts I've been to. Wait, wait, wait. So where where was that uh, and when? Um, American Airlines Center. I want to oh. say this is probably... Dallas, right? Uh, it's, so it's like 2019, I want to say like early 2019, because COVID started early 2020. So this is early 2019. We, we were at Dickinson. It's late 2019. What am I saying? Late, early <laughs> 2019. I'm getting my I'm getting my earlies and lates mixed up. Mm-hmm. Late 2019, because I COVID did start early 2020, right? Right. Yeah. Late so March. it was late. It was around late 2019 when I went. I can't remember a date specifically, um, yeah. but I went That's to awesome. American Airlines Center. Um, the seats weren't too bad. I, I mean, at first I was like, who, you know, I've listened to a few Mumford & Sons concerts, uh, concerts, songs, I, but I, I wasn't as sort of like, uh, are these like the best people? Um, so there were, there were good seats, but I wouldn't say there were like floor seats right in front of them. Right. Um, but I would say one of the best concerts I've ever been to in terms of like music, their voices. They, I mean, they have like a lot of instruments up there. Nope. Um, if you ever ever have the op- opportunity to go to a Mother and Sons concerts, I I would definitely recommend it. Um, hopefully they listen to this if they ever listen to this and hear me sponsoring them. But they they uh yeah, I think it was one of the best concerts I've been to. They had lights and fireworks indoor wow. and yeah, they're pretty cool. Indoor fireworks only in Texas. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And so it, it wasn't too bad. I think uh, that was probably one of the best. Uh, I went to a long time ago. I went to an American Rejects concert back when the American Rejects were pretty good. Mm. Well, pretty. I feel like they've always been pretty good. They just stopped producing music. Um, right. or, you know, I guess we just stopped listening. But American <laughs> Rejects. This is back when they were releasing um, "Gives You Hell." I don't know if you remember that song. Anybody nope. remember Not that song? Not with them. Popular song. I think Mario was in the DR when the song came out. <laughs> but uh, American Rejects concert. It was at the House of Blues here in Dallas, um, and so that sounds like that. The name just makes it sound like a legendary place. <laughs> well, yeah, the House of Blues. If you've ever played Guitar Hero, it, it feels like that type of venue. Like you go and it's, nice. um, you have sort of balcony seating, um, and the rest of it's just a mosh pit. And of course, they have like drinks in the back and stuff like that. And awesome. I've been to the House of Blues a few times, but uh, for that one, I went to American Rejects concert. And the thing about that concert though was that it was a free concert being hosted by uh sunkissed and so i was younger so my mom took me my brother and my dad who sort of met us later after work for this concert that was sponsored by sunkissed but it was in the summer so we're in the middle of the summer heat here in texas and for you know, y'all i just want to say you know this is at least over a decade ago because that's but that's back when sunkissed had money to throw free concerts yeah sunkissed was really doing the thing uh they're yeah they were sponsoring this free concert <laughs> and so, um, exactly. That's how you know it was a while back. 
And we're in the middle of the Texas heat. And for y'all who have been to Texas before, um, Texas heat is bad. I, I don't think that a lot of people here could survive it if you're not used to it, especially the people here from the Northeast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here on this podcast from the Northeast, I just don't think that they'd be able to take it. It's one of those things where you're just melting. Like your brain feels like it's melting. You're losing brain cells a little bit. Um, you definitely have to stay hydrated. The problem was that it was hosted by Sunkiss. Um, so the only hydration available was Sunkissed. So, <laughs> uh, so there's so in, there was no water there um, to sort of help you feel hydrated unless you brought water. You, and the, you couldn't leave either. That was a, a big thing. Like if you left, you lost your place in line um, because they're only letting so many people in this free concert. Right. And um, of course, all they had was Sunkissed. So I was over here getting drunk on Sunkissed orange mm-hmm. sunkissed and they had you know this new flavor which is lemonade which i i don't know if they still have it i think they should bring it back sunkissed lemonade so good pineapple but, was their best that was their best flavor i don't even know they had pineapple that's where you find at those bodegas guys I don't <laughs> yes. that's where you find your corner store bodega like i've never heard of no pineapple sunkissed before yes so, do, so does Dallas not have grocery stores? Like, is it just like 7-Elevens? Is that, is, is that what you <laughs> Okay, that's, you probably walk into 7-Eleven and be like, where's the party at? <laughs> no, uh, we have real grocery stores. Unlike New York, you know, we don't have to worry about... No, you mean supermarkets. <laughs> yeah, oh, supermarkets. What, what are you talking about? Gro- what's the difference like, between a grocery like store Like a corner store, like a small store. They're mad shady. I, I would say that. <laughs> you, you do see them sometimes. Uh, I don't go in there to buy anything um, because the thing is that why why would we have the need for such a small grocery store being here in Texas? That's true. Um, we don't walk anywhere. No, we don't walk. Yeah, see, in New York, you got to catch like three trains and you have your little cart uh, to go. So that's why you go to your corner grocery store that's down the block and pay mm-hmm. your, you know, well, you get your pineapple sun kiss. But <laughs> here, yeah, we don't walk here. So there's no need to have the corner grocery store because no one's going to visit it because everybody's going to look at it like I am and say, I know they have an F health rating and <laughs> I know they got roaches in their fruit. Um, oh my God. So, and we go we to just, regular. Uh, we, this, this podcast is not, um, Isaiah's comments do not reflect that of yeah, the podcast. We're, as just a whole. We're, we're just talking. We're just, we're just talking and um, we love bodegas. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, uh, I've been to a bodega <laughs> once. Um, it was an experience. I will say that. Um, yeah, I <laughs> I don't know how. Actually, I haven't really developed an opinion on bodegas. I haven't been to enough of them to yeah, see we, how we, they really we got, are. We got to bring you to, to more bodegas. Speaking of see, not they, being, they kind of remind me of the Mexican supermarkets we have here in Dallas. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Mexican supermarkets are just like that. They yeah. got dirty tile floor every one of them has a dirty tile floor um and i feel like they just inherited that tile it's not real tile it's like a laminate tile if that's a thing yep i, I know exactly what you're talking about it's like 80 percent of their products is produce yeah exactly <laughs> all of its produce all of it came from some latin american country all right. of it's dirty um <laughs> i will say this you probably definitely going to get some non-gmo fruit there at the bodega yeah, uh, you exactly. won't find a worm in your apple but it's pesticide free that's how earth that's how earth uh manufactured it and so that's how we should get it uh i, I don't know speaking of not being to enough bodegas in their life uh, we, when you come back to the northeast we got to get you into more bodegas but mm. um 
speaking of not coming into enough bodegas, you you know Andrew Yang, right? Yes, he was running for the presidency. Yeah, yeah, former presidential candidate Andrew Yang. I just finished reading one of his books. Uh, but oh. um, he so he's running for New York City mayor. Not sure if you. I think I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, so he's running for mayor, and it's actually probably this year. Probably uh, um, he's one of the top two candidates um, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he he's getting slack and backlash from from native New Yorkers like myself because yeah. he he um, he has grand ideas, but he. He's a bit disconnected from what it feels like to be a New Yorker. So he took this Instagram video and he's like, mm. oh, look at me in a bodega. And he's like grabbing bananas. And he's like, hey, look at this bodega. And he's just like, I guess, trying to do this little promo thing as a New York City mayor candidate. But it's just not a bodega. It's just like, <laughs> it's like a, it looks like a 7-Eleven. <laughs> so yeah. it literally looks like a, just a convenience store. And so everyone on Instagram was kind of like, dude, that's not a bodega. They're like, um, if you don't have like um, if the you don't chopped have, like, cheese. A, chopped cheese if you don't have a case with like candy um stuffed into it or if you don't have a bodega cat every cat has a bodega yeah bodega cat. i heard about that yeah so if you so if, if all of these things are missing if it's not on a corner like it's just it's just not a it's just not a bodega so he he got a lot of back, backlash for that and it, he reminds me of you oh he reminds me of me why because i would yeah been, i would have no, just into bodega, the bodega ignorance just bodega ignorance <laughs> i just think that listen everybody once you have a taste for the better life it's like, what's the point of going back, you know? Now, here we, we have a company here in Texas called HEB. Um, if you mm. ever want to go to a real good grocery store, check out HEB. Um, they're very well known. Now, I will say this. We don't have any HEBs here in Dallas, but there's a reason But there's a reason why. I know there's mm. a reason why. Most of the HEBs are found outside of Dallas um, mm. in different parts. And the nearest one to me is like two hours away. But that's because mm-hmm. HEB also has a upscale version of their grocery store, a grocery store called Grocery Store. Why do I sound like that? I guess I just developed an accent right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a upscale version of their grocery store called Central Market. And let me guess, that's the one that's in Dallas? That's the one what, that these, these are located all around Dallas. <laughs> you can find <laughs> you can find Central Markets all around. Uh, I will say, <laughs> I will say, listen. It's just a taste of the better life, you know? And so, uh, it's like, why do I want to go back? Well, everything everything just looks dirty to me now once you've been to Central Market. Um, are, you paying me, are you paying a little bit more for things? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I will say this. Organic limes are the way to go. Uh, if you ever need to get something, get an organic lime. You're like, what do I need to get here at the grocery store? Get some organic limes. Uh, you won't regret it. You know, Central Market, that's probably the place... Those are probably one of those places where they're like um, individually plastic wrapping avocados and shit. Like, like, dude, come on. No, like I said, so HEB is like, it's a pretty big, like they're family owned and they're, they're pretty reputable here in Texas. And so it's just, they have higher quality products. What can I say now? Is it going to be some of the stuff you find at Bodega? Probably. Um, mm. but it, they have a cool, colorful sign that makes it seem like it's not. Um, but <laughs> they also is. have a, that. That is how you attract the Dallas consumer, folks. <laughs> yeah, they also have a lot of cool other things there, things that you wouldn't find at a normal grocery store. So if you're looking for canned eel, you know, or you're looking for... Um, Who is looking for canned The eel? special fruit. Listen, like I said, once you get there in life, then uh, let me know, <laughs> and I'll tell you where the canned eel aisle's at. Uh, if you want some high-quality grade uh, Parmesan, go to central market you know they got yeah. a huge uh, flowers that's where i get the flowers from for people uh central market they have really dedicated floors 
um really great place i just recently got some charcoal from there uh called fogo hopefully hopefully <laughs> hopefully i remember that right it's called fogo my dad told me about it my parents my parents did not used to shop like this you know we used to get some kroger some kroger clearance chicken and now <laughs> and now they're uh living the high life high life my dad's buying six dollar water bottles when, oh no when you know before it was like getting box macaroni and cheese was like it was too much getting craft so no, no. i'm just playing i'm exaggerating but um mm. yeah i recently got some high grade no, no, listen this is called premium lump charcoal i got it to join the hype because my dad was talking about it but i don't i really don't know what the difference is between that and that. <laughs> that just shows you know sort of the lavishness is that if that's a word of central market um, and what they have to offer we can fact check that later yeah that's someone do. <laughs> repeat the um, word for the audience oh <clears throat> lavishness yeah, yeah I'll have to well, Google that later. Um, <laughs> if I don't like it, I'm probably gonna edit it out. <laughs> uh, and everybody's gonna be like, "What are they talking about? What's that word?" I'm just gonna unmute it and put in like a Google Voice over it. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like, "Lavish." And you're like, "What is that?" They don't know what I'm saying. Lavishness. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, talking about lavish things, I actually just got a lavish lavish item i don't know i don't feel like i'm gonna stop using lavish i got a new item for my car um i got a brand new stereo for my car i don't know do people call them stereos nowadays so for people who don't know i'm gonna give you some background i have this sort of old rickety 2010 honda civic i used to have a (laughs) before college i used to have this or i guess in college too i had this 97 white honda civic four-door and i had that car decked out i had a you know the radio was replaced with i think it was like a pioneer radio for every car (laughs) enthusiast out there probably gonna be like oh pioneer and uh i had to replace the speakers i had kenwoods i had uh i think pioneer six by nines in the back like the speaker the whole surround system was replaced i also had like this big like subwoofer in the trunk of my car it was like i was looking like a fast and furious character back when that was cool when they fast and furious was still about cars. I had tinted windows. I had these uh, low profile, like high performance rims and tires. But that was the only downfall of my car was that these tires were a little too thin. So if you have this much rim, you get about this much tires. And for people who right. don't, who are not watching along and just listening, um, I'm putting my fingers out to sort of show you like an inch uh worth of tire it was a very small amount of tire for these rims so the majority of it was rim so it looked cool right driving around but the only thing the only thing left to um the only thing left for you to to kind of revamp was the car itself (laughs) yeah yeah right just to try to get a new car yeah but this is back when i was working in a high school budget you know so i was the car was sort of decked out in that way and I, i liked it a lot but one day, and I, I still blame my parents for this, which is, I guess I can get your opinion on this once I tell the story. Uh, my parents, my brother is a skater. Um, he still skates now, not as much as he used to. He used to skate a lot, um, skateboarding. For people, mm-hmm. not like roller skating, but skateboarding. And so he used to go to the skate park a lot. And so my parents asked me to take him to the skate park. 
And so I was like, I don't want to take him to a skate park. I think I was just being lazy back then, but <laughs> of course, they're like, I had to go take him. So I went to go take him to the skate park. But before I left, you know, my dad, he was leaving somewhere and he's like, hey, just, you know, your tire's a little flat or, you know, a little low. And I was just like, all right, yeah, thanks. Do you think I can make it to the skate park or should I just go right here to the, to the, to the you know, nearest gas station? He's like, nah, you can make it. I should have known then, you know, I don't, as I talked about in the last episode, this is his, this is uh, my dad, Psycho John. We just don't, we cannot listen to a lot of things that he says. Mm-hmm. And um, so he told me I can make it. I should have known now, you know, knowing him. So we tried to, I did, I, I made the attempt to even stop at a gas station, but, you know, all the air things were broken. That's one thing. I don't know if that's just a Dallas thing. Anytime you get air, it's like, it's just broken all the time. And the, so the I air said, pressure, the air pressure machine thing, the machine. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't know if Mariel has a fill of his air, his tires and his, his tires with air that much because he's just called the air pressure thing. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't own a car folks. So I'm, I'm a oh, New York city resident. And that's so right. <laughs> they have the subway. <laughs> we, so yeah, we have to go to like quick trip, quick trip offers. I don't know if you have quick trip around y'all quick trip offers a uh, free air. Uh, basically you just, you know, got to fill your tires up. Um, but my, you know, I said, my dad told me I can make it. So I put all my faith in him because as any loving son would do. And so <laughs> I said, let's go to the skate park. So we're driving the skate park and all of a sudden, like I'm feeling something, I'm feeling something in the tire. It's sort of, you know, it's, it's kind of, I, I don't know how to explain that sound I just made. Um, <laughs> it's rocking back and forth a little bit and the steering wheel's sort of vibrating a little bit harder. And I kind of have the music turned up, so I try to turn up a little bit louder so I don't have to hear those things. <laughs> I think it's just the fault of my 97 Honda Civic. Um, then all of a sudden, uh, the car starts moving right, but my steering wheel's straight. <laughs> and I'm holding my steering wheel, and the car's just oh, drifting no. to the right. Oh, and no. I'm looking at my brother. I'm like, what's going on? I try to correct it, and the, the car spins out on the highway. So we spin, we spin out. Uh, I try to, you know, put my hand over my brother and we hit them, the side barrier. Oh, and no. uh, the thing came down. Pretty sure I had a concussion because uh, a little <laughs> visor thing kind of hit me right here in the eye. Um, <laughs> the visor? <laughs> and I was like, whoa. And, and I was like, what just happened? And yeah, so we're just kind of like totaled out there on the, on the highway. I turned the car on and I drag us to the side of the of the road, I guess, the highway. And I call my dad and I was just like, yeah, we basically just uh, crashed here on the highway. And so, of course, I was more worried about whether or not my dad was going to be mad about the crash in the car. Of course. And us actually being alive. My brother, I think I lost the majority of his trust that day. Um, it, just, <laughs> it just hasn't been the same since. I think that... Uh, <laughs> If you, you know, if you're like, would you trust, you trust your brother with your life? I, I think he would whole, wholeheartedly say no. Mm. Um, so like now, I said, is this, is this the same uh, car you used for your high speed chase uh, of your stolen this iPhone? This is the, this is, this is the high speed chase car. This is the white four <laughs> had been bouncing up and down the hill. Um, gotcha. so, so, I mean, luckily enough, I've stopped the chase because it probably would have happened when I did the chase and then right. I would have lost the phone and the car. So I lost the car. Um, I, I think this was actually my freshman year of school and I was back on break of college. So I was out, out of a car for a, a while there, actually. I came home and I just didn't have a car to use. 
And I thought, you know, you would think like, oh, maybe the insurance doesn't cover something like that. Uh, but I don't think I had insurance, self, self-insurance. I think I just had like the insurance that covers it. If someone, like if someone else hits your car, like I can cover your car, but you definitely know what's going to happen to mine. That was sort of, that was sort of the insurance I had. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my car never got fixed. It just, and it's still there. It's still in my parents' house. It's in uh, sitting in the back. Maybe I'll post some po- pictures later for the Instagram so people can yes, see. Yes, please post some, post some pictures. We um, brought this car up. We brought this car up in two episodes now. So we, yeah, we're gonna, we still got the car. It's been, I will say it's been raided. Um, most of the speakers have been taken. The, <laughs> the stereo was taken. Um, all that's left in there are wasp and some leaves. And maybe a handbook or two from Six Flags. I worked at Six Flags. We can talk about that later. And, <laughs> you know, and so there's nothing going on going in that car. But I'll take a picture. The rims are still there. And surprisingly, they didn't take the rims. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. I, but, but I will say uh, it, you know, brought a lot of joy. I had a lot of joy with that car. Um, I upgraded. But I guess with time advancing, it's still sort of the same age gap it was when I got the yeah. first car. But now I have a blue 2010 Honda Civic, um, two-door. So I upgraded. I don't know if that's an upgrade. A lot of people don't consider it an upgrade. I think I look cooler with a two-door. Yeah. Um, it's not as decked out. I, you know, I added some LEDs, some in, indoor LEDs for some ambient lighting. Mm. Um, so, but I guess people probably think that's like a, like a super high school thing to do. I thought yeah. I was looking like Fast and the Furious. But I recently got a, a new stereo in there um and it's a touch screen and mm-hmm. it's 10 inches i think it's bigger than the whole dashboard in the Havan civic wow um, it has apple carplay i'm able to get around uh, i think what's funny though is that right now something happened a little while back I, people are probably gonna think i'm a bad driver but um something happened and the bottom like black plastic that covers like the bottom of your car to protect it from things I was driving the same highway that I crashed with the first Honda Civic and I was driving the exact same highway and I started hearing like a, like a skidding sound. I thinking, Oh wow, we have strong wind going on right now. And I realized no one else's car looks like it's having a strong wind. Um, So that little piece somehow fell off. And Mm. so then I try to rig it. Um, You know, I try to ghetto rig it here in Dallas, like we do here in Oak Cliff and I got some zip ties and (laughs) And I don't think I did a good job because what ended up happening was it made the plastic part in the tire well a little bit loose. So my tire is just ripping it up and it's just mm. eating it up like it's hungry. It hasn't been fed in a while. <laughs> and so all that part is gone. Uh, so I think it's funny that I, I sort of invested the time to get this new stereo uh, installed into my um, car. But, you know, it's still yeah, flat, it's, it's still flapjacking it, on the road. Exactly. Again, you 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 did all you spent all this time and money upgrading <laughs> the vehicle, the inside of the vehicle, yeah, um, taking care of the 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 aesthetics, um, but the car itself is useless. <laughs> and it's yeah, it's crazy. I would you know I wouldn't lie if I said I wasn't trying to look up other cars prior, but mm. uh, I I got a pretty good deal on it, and so it's done me well. You know, it's just maybe it makes an occasional you know. Like there's bolts flying off or something, but that's okay. You just turn the volume up and you keep driving. <laughs> I can't go. Volume. I can't go above 75 uh, without my steering wheel shaking a little bit, and I'm feeling that wind resistance. But hey, who needs the speed anyways? Speeding's bad, yeah. kids. 
Yeah, true. Oh, so. that, he's like, that's why I got the stereo to turn the volume up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I got the new stereo. I got new speakers in there. We don't got to worry about it. This is the problem. <laughs> what I need to do is get some like flex tape or something and just spray the whole bottom of the car. Yeah, some Gorilla gorilla Glue or, or, or some, yeah, yeah I get some crazy stuff. And hey, there's some strong adhesives that you can buy over the counter. <laughs> yeah. Right now, it's just zip tied. Uh, so for anybody who's having that issue, you can zip tie it. Um, it's not yeah. as aerodynamic, but you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? That's the least of your worries. <laughs> yeah, the, I think I think so. I think more so is worrying about those loose uh, metal pieces clanking around in there. Right. Uh, but that's for another day. Uh, I think, hey, I think we did a good job for for our second episode. Um, again, everyone who's watching, uh, we would love your feedback. Um, if there's anything you want us to opine on, if there's anything you you want to hear our, our our feedback on or our comments on, please let us know. You can comment on our YouTube YouTube channel. You could DM us on Instagram. Um, you could message us individually if you have that access. Um, and yeah, yeah, and I will try to sort of post those uh pictures to let people be included <laughs> on that um and see the before and after i'll show them before pictures of the car well i'll just show the current pictures of the car and then show my new car and show you the guys so you guys can kind of see what i'm dealing with here um right. i will say that the they're nothing special um but they're they're interesting yeah, yeah well now it's become it's a staple of the show now so now we need to see this car yeah no i feel like now i, I just gotta put a new engine in there or something and fix it up. I mean, I will say it's busted. It's mm. busted like Allentown girls from PA. <laughs> Allentown PA. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, that's a show. That's <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, you know, reach out to us. You guys want to shout out. Um, I guess I, I want to shout out uh, our fraternity brother, KJ. He asked for a shout out. I think oh. maybe that's a thing I'm going to do. Uh, I feel like he, we talked about him a little bit last episode um, on our trip with Matei. Um, but he wanted a more formal shout out. So he was actually uh, one of our biggest fans this last episode. Um, I didn't visually see him laugh, but he was apparently laughing a lot. Um, I, can, so. I can envision him laughing. For those of you who didn't listen to it uh, for 10 second synopsis, KJ is a frat brother who in our last episode, we discussed a story where he introduced one of our other frat brothers who's European yes. and used to the finer lavish things in life. Um, yes. He introduced that European frat brother to american cheese at walmart so if you want to hear that story definitely go yeah, back check there. out the check out the first episode uh but <laughs> you know if you want to shout out make sure to reach out to us uh get some more traffic going let us know what you want to hear next what we're talking about um if you want to hear more stories about the car because there's definitely more stories about those um yeah. or if you want to have another uh we're just reading i know mariel's reading a lot of books he mentioned his uh yang book what, what's the name of the yang book it's uh it's on universal basic income i forget the title but yeah. universal banking income basic That's income basic i was like banking income wow <laughs> basic income there's actually some people uh hmm. here nearby who had a sign um back when the okay well never mind i'm making this up now i was thinking that there's ding their sign said yang but no they said uh wooting wooting clan Jeez, that's just so, that's, that's, <laughs> and there, but it was like the same presidential layout and anything. But yeah, mm -hmm. so uh, you know, yeah. for anybody who has things they sort of want to hear about, and just reach out to us and let us know how we're doing and how we can do better. Yeah, so don't don't forget we're we're just talking. We're just talking. Show follow us on Instagram, TikTok. This new one will have some better videos. 
more videos. We'll have some more stuff on Instagram. And so look forward to the next one. All right. I'll, I'll catch you later.